welcome, welcome. This is Raf from Adventures in DeFi Kingdom, streaming to you high up at the keep in the hot air balloon. Actually, cancel that. We've moved on to a Zeppelin. Nindorf, how you doing? Doing well. Welcome, listeners. Yeah, so today is January 27th, and land is out. How excited are you right now? You know, I think this is huge. Like, you know, just seeing the fog of war move back for the first time, it, it it's really starting to give you a feel that the scope of this game is going to have. Uh, it, it's not just this little town in the middle anymore. We're we're about to see this thing explode. Yeah, I I couldn't be more excited. Obviously, we try to <laughs> sneak in an emergency podcast after you went to bed last night. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm uh, I'm really excited about this, and and we got a ton to talk about. So first, let's go through uh, some of our, our our basic introductions here. Um, we are going to be doing a, a giveaway, and this is the opportunity to summon at cost with our Gen Zeros. And so uh, right now we have two Gen Zeros, and so there are going to be two winners for this contest. And each of the, the first winner will get um, the first Gen Zero that we purchased, and his number is 1048. And the second winner is going to get uh, 2509. And you're going to have the option and, and the choice of uh, hiring out another Gen Zero, and uh, we're going to go ahead and give you the offspring at cost. And so that means you only pay for the higher fees and the summoning costs. Um, and so trying to give our, our listeners the option to get a, a you know a cost-effective uh, Gen 1 summon ultimately, and, and hopefully that can help uh, support you guys for helping us achieve this incredible milestone. And so that's uh, 200 subscribers that we have across all of our platforms. So I don't know about you, Nindorf, but I am thrilled that we got here. I can't believe it. Um, thank you. A big thank you to the community out there. Yeah, I, I, it's amazing. It, I, it is a little ominous that we hit our milestone on episode 13. I would, I'm just going to throw that out there, but <laughs> it's, it's still pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, well, I, we might, I think we might have hit this one on, on 12, and we're just kind of releasing and figuring it out. So I'm hoping to do a live stream. There you go. Uh, yeah, uh, there's no 13th floor here. Um, I'm hoping <laughs> to do a live stream, and we'll see if my computer can handle it. Um, and that way we, you know, we could build up some hype for it as well. Um, so we'll go ahead and put the the link to the the King Sumo contest here. We're going to put it in the YouTube description, and then also this link is going to live inside our Discord channel. And so please go check us out on Discord. We got a, a great community that's starting right now. If you love the Always Sunny memes, uh, you, you know you're going to come for the podcast and stay for the memes. So uh, please go ahead and, and check that out. We got some really good discussions going on, and we think that you guys are going to really like it. All right, Nindorf, what's our question of the day? I mean, there's really only one, right? What's your favorite part of the map? I, oh, I guess I have a second question. Let's add on to that. Where do you think the, the bad guy lives, right? Oh. Where's the villain from? That's a great question. Um, so, let's go favorite part of the map first. You know, I, yeah. I'm kind of scrolling down to um, the, the bottom the bottom left portion of the map 
I think you know if if we could somehow get waterfront property, it, it's 81, 82, <laughs> 83, 84, 85, and 86. That little island right there Ooh. with a sweet lighthouse, um, and there is a zeppelin on the island. There's also a crash zeppelin on the island. <laughs> so, you know, maybe we should be a little worried about uh, that. But this uh, digital waterfront property, I don't know. There's something uh, exclusive about buying an island that, that's pretty cool to me. So um, I, at that part of the map, and then a close second, you know, if you look right below it, there's like, it reminds me of like what I would imagine Mount Olympus to look like. Um, I, that's, that's really cool too. You know, if there's like a, a Parthenon there or something and some kind of statue and waterfall flowing through, That it's just pretty cool. How about you? What's your favorite part? Oh, so uh, I'll, uh, I haven't, I'm not really sure what my exact favorite part is yet. I haven't really perused it a whole lot. I think there's something going to be really interesting going on with the purple tree in the top left. I think there's going to be some, some sort of, I don't know, mage, sage, summoner happenings going on up that way. Uh, Love it. But I'll... I'll pick uh, I'll pick somewhere uh, in the middle I think and be a boring midwestern farmer or the lowly <laughs> sheep herder. Just a humble uh, sheep farmer. Yes. <laughs> what was that game? What was that board game? Settlers um, of Catan. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, oh, you just gotta is. go collect sheep. Yeah, um, where the bad guy's gonna live? Well, you know, let's. I'm jumping over to the castle. You know, of course, the there is. It looks like the villain uh, top left inside. Once you click into the keep above, where you see the land deeds, um, there's a tail and a couple red eyes there. I think that's certainly a place where the bad guy's gonna be. There have to be some other places on the map too, but. I, I can't right. figure out where that would be. I don't know. What do you, what do you think? I mean, it, I I would suspect it's still probably behind the fog of war. I think they'll release that as it goes. Well, that's my guess, at least. All right. Well, let's segue to, you know, really the first and main topic of the night, land. Um, there are 50 plots of land right now, and as you talked about, the fog of war has been rolled back a little ways i am you know really surprised and impressed with how they chose to do this that they're you're gonna like see a rendered map where all these plots of land are um and and something they they did mention it as well as i believe like the the smaller plots of land closer to the keep they mentioned would be more potentially more valuable um and so i, I think it's interesting that you know, they just chose to show everything um, on the map here like this and that there's only a hundred here as well. So um, what, what are your initial thoughts on, on the 100 plots? And uh, I guess, uh, what, what do you think about potential value and, and where, where we're going to see that? Well, I'm, I'm really curious what they mean by the potential value. So, you know, we've talked about um, this concept of having to having heroes or maybe even your personal character, your profile character, if you will, have to travel across the map. So are they valuable just in the sense that they're easy to get to? Like it's cheap stamina wise. Like I, I, I got to assume that it's going to cost stamina to send your heroes across the map. Right. So then if that's the case, maybe the 
those close up properties are only valuable given that they're easy to get to and you can get back and forth to the, you know, the, the main center of town easily, or maybe they'll have souped up rewards. I, I, I think we'll have to wait and see, but I suspect initially the the main bonus is literally just going to be proximity. Honestly. That's, that's interesting. I, you know, I also wonder if there's going to be like the proximity to some of the, um, you know, landmarks on the map as well. And if that would create some kind of oh, value absolutely. for the quest that might happen there, you know, we talked about this a couple episodes ago, broken down pirate ship would boost, uh, pirates and fishing, um, you know, the, 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 the sword or the, the runes area that looks like it has little bats floating around. That's one of my favorite spots on the map as well. Uh, right between plots 21 and 22 on kind of the, the east, oh, yeah. east side of the map. Um, and so you know, like maybe yeah, I don't sure. know, maybe Dark Knights are are really powerful there. Uh, so I I'm I'm hoping also, and of course you know you've probably seen uh, you know parts of the map where there's farms or markets or even mines, and so maybe it's more valuable to mine gold and jewel, um, you know, at at one of those plots of land. And so I I think there could also be the proximity to you know special special locations and and actually the the visuals and and maybe tie to to some kind of thematic element but i i think you're spot on with the the stamina piece and i think that's going to add an element and you know one thing that sandwich talked about last night we got into this briefly is that that would really start to incentivize people to use the um uh, what's it called? The scholarship system for allowing people to to use your heroes to send them out on quests because it's going to become increasingly more complex if you're also having to navigate spending your time figuring out where your heroes are and if you have to click on different parts of the map to gain access to your heroes. I think that's going to be like a unique way that it's going to kind of uh, incentivize people to do the scholarship program um, and then maybe reward those who have really high hero wallets out there um, give, give them an opportunity to you know earn on those heroes that they just don't get to as often yeah that's right and I you know I just you, my, just my mind is kind of racing here like where how's this gonna be is it gonna take is it gonna take a full bar of 25 stamina to get to you know from one plot to the next or is it gonna you know you know that's what i'm I mean, right. this is if you zoom out like, you think you're a person or a hero walking this that's a good bit of distance that they've already released back and this is only a hundred plots yeah we're talking about a thousand plots right so 10x I, yeah. I just imagine there's gonna be a lot of stamina burn and you know stamina is money right now so it i i'm just cannot wait to see where this goes absolutely yeah i think we're gonna get into that a little bit later in the episode and you know <laughs> buying stamina yes. potions or or the rare candies as i've called them um but first we have <laughs> yeah. some more uh, reckless speculation as that's our you know that's why we've crashed so many zeppelins here on the map um <laughs> looking at you know the hero cards there's uh what wind there's mountains 
swamp, there's, uh, you know, these plains, desert, um, there's these different kind of region types. And, you know, we, we know Crystal Vale is going to be a little more uh, snow themed and mountain themed. I wonder also if, you know, we're going to see in Serendale that different parts of the map have, they start to adopt some of those um, themes that are on the hero cards. I think that would be pretty cool if, you know, like a, a desert character you know he he had higher returns for his quests on a desert plot of land that'd be pretty neat yeah in that somewhat of a tangent here but that always makes me wonder too what are the new basic classes going to be once they release new realms you know like what's missing from the typical rpg genre you know i We'll, we'll have to cover that another time. That's more than we have time for here, but uh, that's something that I'm, I'm super excited for with uh, Avalanche Chain, right. too. So the, the next topic of conversation that I wanted to jump to, in the announcement, they specifically called out that there are no clickable areas on the map yet, obviously indicating that there will be clickable areas on the map in the future. You know whether and we're thinking you're going to be able to start to interact with the map and that's a, a questing location um so one thing that i i want to remind you of is remember the release of the wishing well and how frisky managed that situation yeah where i, I... How it was somewhat of a, if you can find it kind of deal. Exactly. And so, I don't know. I, I'm i going to recommend to our listeners, click everywhere. <laughs> you know, I I think there's yeah. going to be some, some hidden gems in the map and some secret clickable areas. And one thing that I would say is like the wishing well, it did not, it did not show up on mobile right away. And so it, it seems like they've built this game with the desktop version in mind. And so just think about that for our, our listeners out there. You know, if you're trying to click on, on hidden locations, you might get a lot more precision with your mouse and it may not even be accessible on mobile right away inadvertently by the dev team so i i think that there's going to be you know a, a secret drop at some point where a, a quest shows up and it's clickable before you know the the general public is it's announced to them yeah we'll uh, we'll keep our listeners here informed on discord and in other podcasts if we see anything got a pretty good vantage point i'd say yeah <laughs> yeah high above the keep all right. that's right all right so um chain quests that you know I, I talked about this a bit with sandwich last night and you know i i i'm really excited about chain quests i think that they're gonna tie it to how to unlock land where I, I think that, you know, getting the deed is going, not only is there going to be a percentage chance of actually earning the right to get a deed, which would allow you to buy or sell that that plot of land. Um, I think that it's going to be, you know, a few quests or a few steps removed. And so you actually are going to have to really work for it. What are your thoughts on, on chain quests uh, being released? And do you think that's going to be integrated into kind of trying to go capture lands? Oh, I think most definitely. And I think what I, I'm waiting to find out personally is, you know, I, I think we got pretty lucky. We got in pretty early. We each have a fairly good, you know, army of heroes here but i'm curious if they're going to balance this 
ability to capture the right to purchase land, I believe is how they'd phrased it, in a way that, you know, an entry-level player with just one hero, say, is able to, maybe he, maybe it is all RNG. Can he just get that right random roll and win that chance to buy land? And the other thing that we need to remember, too, and I, I think this is going to be huge, too, is if you say it is a chain quest and you actually get through those phases and you you win that right to buy the land, I know they'd said that they also wanted, for people who don't have a lot of jewel available, they wanted to make sure that you own that right then and you can sell that right to buy the land. So I, right. you know, right. is it, I think they're going to make it, a lot of it has to be random based if they really want to, but they got to balance that with we want you to play in order to earn. So, you know, it, it, on one hand, you want to help new people be able to get deep into the game, but on the other hand, you want to reward people who are playing. So I think there's that warring idea here, and I'm, I'm, I trust the devs that do a good job of it, but I'm really curious to see what mechanisms they put in place in order to have that happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited as well. I, th- I think you're, you're spot on that, you know, the, the devs have usually put a lot of thought into this, and they're going to try to be balancing all those unique elements. They, you know, they certainly have a, a spot in, their, in, in the game for, for entry-level players, and they're also, you know, they've always rewarded people who, you know, are really invested in the game um, and are playing it as well. I think it's that, that kind of pair. Is It's not just that you're a whale and you have a ton of uh, dollars in the bank. You're also playing the game. They've, they've made that fundamentally clear. And so that's the next... Um, yep, that's and to right. me, most important piece of the announcement is that they've just come out and said that it's the most powerful heroes will have the opportunity to get the land and so what does most powerful heroes mean to you Uh, you know it has to be i think there's two it's probably kind of like a matrix in my opinion on one hand you have you know your basic to transcendent classes right and then on the other hand i think you have levels and rarity and I'm not sure. Maybe it's a three-dimensional array, right? Where yeah, I, <laughs> these are as an engineer, these are the things I think of, right? And so I think it's going to be that dimensional system where, you know, we had seen a chart, and we were talking about this earlier before we got on air here. There's a chart where it basically shows that a common what was it? A common dread knight is common equal dread to knight. yep. Their stats are equivalent. Go ahead. To, I forget the details. Yeah, a common dread knight stats. And their their total stats that they have on their card and the growth of their stats are going to be approximately equivalent to a mythic basic hero type. And so and and it kind of wow. scales almost kind of linearly as you go from basic to advanced to elite to uh, you know then the the ultimate class and you know also as uh, the, the rarity scales as well. And so then that means you know a legendary right. advanced is a about approximately equivalent to a uh, a basic mythic and so on and so forth and so then that means you know a a rare uh, elite class is equal to a, a legendary uh, advanced class and so i think that i, I think you're right that you know it's going to be some kind of balance of levels and and probably the stats that are on your hero card i've thought for a while that well, you know, well maybe I, that's it Go ahead. Yeah. Maybe it only comes down to stat points, honestly, because you'll achieve those either with higher rarity or with more levels. And so then you could kind of say, 
you know, maybe you got a lucky roll and you got an awesome um, common dread knight, right? You know, you think you are that, you have that awesome card and it's got the really good starting stats and maybe you only need to be level two in order to have enough stats versus if you were, say, a basic monk, maybe you actually might have to be level seven by the time you get enough endurance or strength, say, or whatever the specifics are of the quest. So yeah, I, I think the quests are probably going to boil down after after talking here with you now. It's probably going to boil down to just pure stats, honestly. That's definitely the yeah the most simple way to do it. And you know, I, I could see like different parts of the map or different pieces of land challenging you know different stat types. And so there might be some plots of land yeah. where it's just total stats. Other plots of land, you know, maybe uh, the the one the, by the pirate ship is you know, what, uh, luck and agility, because that's fishing. Um, right. You know, maybe the forest is, is foraging. And so, you know, I, I think that's something to think about as you're kind of clicking about the map frantically is maybe there's even some kind of pairing to, you know, the, the hero that you have and, and try to think about optimizing that. That's true. We can't forget about professions and all this, too. They've mentioned, I, f- I feel like at some point, that professions are going to play an additional possible role here and there. Right, right. All right, so with that, you know, let's go to, to leveling up. And I, I believe I saw on Twitter today that a, a couple heroes are already at a level 10, which I, you know, take this with a grain of salt. I have not gone and, and dug into the data. I believe it that there are insane people out there that are just sending their heroes out to quest every waking moment of the day. Um, but we're, we're now looking at trying to, to level up our guys. Uh, what, are, what are your thoughts on, on leveling up right now? Well, I'm going to give you a little insight that I've kind of perused from the development or the, the sorry, the, the dev discord channel here. So from what I understand there, is, there has been for several weeks now, and exploit if you use you write your own code and you go outside of the GUI of the game where there was some sort of stamina exploit where you could send heroes out to quest again if they had no stamina and so the development team I heard Frisky I think he even came in and Bolon came into the chat and they're even commenting on it um, they know who the people are who have used that because you can see it on chain so I think some of the people who have gotten to these crazy levels have done it effectively through cheating. And I think you're going to see these people be disqualified from some of these drops that we're talking about. So I think we need to, I personally will keep a close eye on this and I'll tell you guys in our podcast what I'll find out. But basically what I'm hearing now is that they're trying to get that loophole closed. And I don't know if they did in this last drop or not. I feel like I saw a note maybe about it, but that was something that people who, you know, who have the ability to go, interact with the contracts directly had been taking advantage of. So that's something else too. Um, now all the rest of us who are out there just, you know, queuing up our heroes like we're supposed to be, I think we're in a pretty decent spot with ours. You know, we're at that five mark. I think that's about, I think that's slightly above average, but yeah, I think if you want to be in that top tier, you need to be at six, maybe six and a half right now. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think they could not be more subtly and overtly telling us in all of their different ways, go level up your heroes. <laughs> you know, whether that's it's right. the, the Crystal Veil drop that's going to happen for, I, I think, 
think they're giving out five shiny Crystal Veil Gen Zeros uh, for the, the highest uh, level heroes uh, or the highest level wallet holders of, of those heroes. Um, and, you know, telling us that land is getting released to the most powerful heroes and, you know, Frisky having said in AMAs in the past, like, you got to play the game, you got to level heroes. And now I think that there's also going to be some secret airdrops for for levels of heroes as well so i mean in so many ways they're shouting to us level up your heroes go play the game uh, and so so that's what we're trying to do right now how many level fives do you have um i believe i think i'm still at two at the moment i've got a like one two three, i got about six or seven at level four that are uh, I'm afraid they're all going to hit at the same time, and then I'm going to be absolutely rune-strapped here. <laughs> but you know how that goes. Yeah. They come in waves, it seems like. Yeah, I, I only have one. I got my, my rare sage up to, to level 5 today. He's a fisher, so... You know, obviously, you know, oh, power-leveling, awesome. you know, with stamina potions. Let's just kind of take our, our, our listeners kind of through that. It works best when you have a fishing or a foraging profession um, because you can you can gain that, that boost, that alignment. Um, with one stamina potion, you get five, 25 stamina, and you can send your hero out for, you know, uh, five quest ticks on either fishing or or foraging, and those obviously take a lot less time than you know being in the gardens or, or being in the mines. Yeah, that's a good point. I until today I never even really considered that. I guess I just crafted my first potion today. I haven't even used it yet, um, but I was. It, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, if it takes what four plus hours to burn down um, a gardener or a miner. You, you know, you're either setting an alarm for the middle of the night you know, to wake up and do another round or you're, you're not power level. And so I think you're right. That's a good point. It'll be the foragers and fishers that are going to be power leveling. Well, and plus those quests were released a lot earlier. Right. So some of these earlier heroes with those off professions are behind in terms of experience already for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. I, and my, my mythic is a, is a gardener. Um, and so I, you know, I, I'm still trying to save a few stamina potions for him and, you know, but it, it's just, it's not quite as fast. I mean, you, you're obviously saving on the, on the regen time, uh, but you still have the, the time to go out and, and perform the quest. Yep, absolutely. All right. So anything else on, on leveling up that we wanted to get through? Oh yeah. You wanted to talk a little bit about, um, is it worth it to level non-gen zero uh what rarities are, are worth it to level up do you want to go into that or do you feel like we cover that uh, when we i mean we could go a little bit more here i, I think it's you know it, i was kind of asking myself that question because you know i'm sitting at i don't know 19 heroes i think at the moment and like i said i i haven't leveled anybody up for a day or two here now because of how they stack but once they start hitting you know am i gonna hit uh an uncommon, say, basic class, am I going to even level him up past, say, level three or four or five when it comes to that? Because the costs are starting to grow. Um, and, you know, we, we don't really know what the second tier of runes are going to cost yet, but you got to imagine it'll be, you know, maybe not quite an order of magnitude more, but I bet I, I bet it's not too far off either. So it, it's, it's kind of one of those games where I think the rarity 
comboed with the advancement of the class is going to be a big decision, you know, for all the hero owners out there on where do you draw that line on who can I afford to keep leveling up. I mean, eventually you run out of items in game, right? You you only earn so much with questing, and maybe as the advanced quests come out, you earn more and you're able to back roll that into your heroes. But right now, at least, it seems like it's hard to keep up unless you have a lot of locked jewel you're un- unlocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and you know we've been talking about uh, jackpots as well, and I don't know. I swear they slowed they down. They disappeared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've I haven't seen one in ever. days. <laughs> uh, I've yeah. only gotten two. I don't think they happen anymore. I'm, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> You're too late to the party. Um, I am. Well, yeah. Let's. You know what I would say is I, great conversation, and we had some really smart people in our Discord. Um, come join us in our Discord channel. We're gonna drop it in in both the the podcast notes on on Anchor and on YouTube. So. Let's talk about that. I, I'm really curious to get our, our community's feedback on on leveling heroes and you know how it, how it scales with the game and you know if, if it's going to be worthwhile to level up your all of them and and how costly would that be or are you only leveling up heroes that you want to keep and or flip? I, I, there's just you know so many pieces that that play into this equation. Yeah, no doubt. All right, so. Next, let's talk a little bit about. I mean, it's still kind of on the the theme of, of leveling in in Gen Zeros, um, and so you know we're we're leveling up Gen Zeros, and then also we wanted to talk through for our listeners to check out. Um, you know, we have for for paid subscribers right now we have the alert system, and for everyone we're also offering kind of it's um, well. Go ahead and describe what what you've developed again, uh, maybe for those who, who haven't heard of it um, or, or want to get into this for the first time. Yeah, so there's also um, those abilities to look at your heroes and look at some of the genetic data, the recessive and, and dominant traits, and some of these skills that have no usage yet in the game and don't even show up on the hero card. So, you know, you and I have kind of worked offline a little bit, and we just by a chance realized, you know, that the two Gen Zers we'd purchased before we knew any of this, you know, have the capability of mutating their active two skill into an advanced one. I, again, a lot of numbers, right? But so basically that's, that's really cool because now we can produce 10 out of 10 Gen ones that have a chance for having an advanced skill. And, and so an advanced class. Cool. Exactly, and if that happens to both strike at the same time, I mean that just adds additional value to heroes that get summoned. Um, so, I, part of my scheming here is that now I was like, we need to go look at all the other Gen Zero quest owners and find another Gen Zero owner or Gen Zero owner with multiple Gen Zeros and see who out there has two that can produce advanced two active two skills. Because that's where the then you start to you know can you work out a partnership you know my gears are turning here of course because then once you summon with active one and active or sorry advanced one and advanced two you get a chance to have an elite and I think yeah. we're seeing for all those of you who've um, signed up for our alerts and you've been getting putting in alerts for either elite or transcendent skills uh, I think it's safe to say the word is out what do you think yeah yeah the word's out a tra- transcendent went for sale for like 350 jewel um and you know with that said the word is out 
but also at the same time the supply is so low and so this is a massive opportunity for our listeners out there right now go this is a you know this part of the app is totally free and so if, if you if you want to do the data mining yourself look when you're summoning at you know how many potential advanced or you know next level skills could mutate uh, because that's really what we're, we're showing with this is uh, you know highlighting uh, possible mutations and so I think that there's going to be an incredible value. You know, if you get um, a an elite, a sage or dragoon that has advanced or elite skills, maybe one, maybe even two skills, the the value of those heroes is going to skyrocket. I mean, like you said, the word is out. People now know that they have higher value than than all the other regular heroes that we've been summoning for a while. Um, and so I, I think for those of you who you know are, are playing this for for profit opportunities, this is that next frontier. Um, and so figuring out how to get to elite skills and above on you know potentially, I, I think you know even an advanced class uh, with an elite skill would be really powerful. Yeah, and I think that's that's exactly it. And you know now that we know this. It, you know, it still is somewhat painful to track it, like we've said, and I, I believe that we'll see an update from the devs in not too distant future where some of this information is going to start showing up on your hero card, or at least on a click, you know, or a mouse over or something where you're going to be able to start to see this, because it's, I mean, it's, it's going to play a role in combat 100%. You know, at this point, I think we can say that, yeah, wild speculation, of course, but, uh, you know, if you can't show that, you you got to also remember too that it's probably not priced into the market 100% yet. So there are people who know it, and just again, listeners, keep your eye out, and if you see it, purchase it. Yeah, and, yeah, and and also like if you get one and you're looking to sell it, you know, be patient, because uh, yeah, that the people may not be totally buying, even though there are certainly other sellers that are are pricing it at at those higher levels. Uh, there might not be a ton of buyers yet. Well, why don't you go to um, right. here? I have pulled up Hero nine seven zero three two. This is someone that you use the system for. You know, walk us through what your thought process was, and ultimately what you ended up getting. Uh, looks looks like we're looking at Active Two Advanced One, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. So this um, and that was actually kind of by luck. What's kind of led me to realize I that our heroes were capable of producing this because it was this was um my last turn my second round of summonings the this was before their uh apiv6 went out in beta and i was trying to summon i wanted to rent two different heroes you know to make two new heroes um but i just could not for the life of me get any to work like they were all you know <laughs> this hero has been summoned with or the timeout those sorts of errors so i'm like you know what all right fine i'm just gonna put the two together and you know, I at first sight, I was like, oh, I got an uncommon priest from a monk and a pirate. I was like, okay, well, all right, that's fine. And then it was a gardener. So I'm like, okay, a priest all gardener, right. I, I can use that. And then like three or four days later. Vitality when, uh, boost as well. That's good. Yeah, so three or four days later when the hero data finally comes out because the graph APIs are so far behind, I click on it and I'm like, I'm like, oh, sweet, advanced one. I'm like, wait a minute. That means it must have mutated. And that's kind of when I went back to the drawing board and realized nice. that, oh, yeah. R2 are capable, and I believe that's about the time I implemented that page because I was like, I, I need to see this more easily, and it needs to be more readily available to people who are going to summon. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, that's, I mean, that's such a, a good 
story and you know I, I again this is a, a feature feature right now that you know we're offering uh, to everyone out there so put in the time and effort and you know it's it's i mean really it's your money when it when it comes to summoning and so uh you might as well try to 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 maximize that that value and go after everything you can you bet i couldn't agree more all right well anything else that you want to talk through on on uh the, the app page or on Gen Zero Level Ups? Um, I would say as far as the um, the website goes and the alerts go, you know, I, I'm, I'm constantly looking to improve little details here and there. I've gotten some good feedback from some of our users and as time allows, I'll try to roll some of those in. Um, and there's definitely more improvements I can make. There, there are times when, um, you know, I'm, I'm still relatively new to this whole scraping the blockchain for events and stuff. So there'll be times when it'll kind of stall out and I'll have to go in and reboot it. So, you know, bear with me. We're, we're kind of going through a little growing pains here, but um, it's it's definitely been a fun learning opportunity for me. This is kind of something I've been wanting to get into for about a year. So um, yeah, keep the suggestions coming and I'll, I'll try to keep you guys informed on what gets released here on our podcast. Yeah, yeah, thank you. And, you know, we are, uh, as a quick reminder to everyone, we are limited to 10 alerts per email address right now. Um, that's a bit of a soft stop for us at the moment um, <laughs> as we're working through, you know, how do, how do we continue to develop this? And I don't know if I've ever been more proud when I've now figured out how many degenerates we have inside of our Discord channel that are, <laughs> are saying that yeah. that's not enough. Um, and, and truly, I, I, you know, I, I'm thankful for, for these awesome supporters out there. I think we have a couple of people who actually signed up for two different emails um, and supported the podcast twice. Oh, so, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, yeah. Se- secret trick to, uh, you know, feeding your, uh, <laughs> your hiring uh, or buying addiction uh, with Heroes in the Tavern. So, um, you know, ultimately... Uh, thank you to you, Nindor, for developing this, and a giant thank you to our community uh, and those of you who are on Discord. You guys are making this a lot of fun, so uh, keep it up. And uh, you know, I guess that's that's all from us. Uh, again, we're you know we're we're looking at transitioning from the hot air balloon to a zeppelin. Uh, hopefully, one of the zeppelins that are airborne. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we couldn't be more excited for land to be out. So uh, thank you, listeners, and take care. You bet. Have a good one.